Lesson 12 is sexual intimacy. A couple quotes that reflect this lesson are Song of Solomon 5 verse 1, which says, Eat, friends, drink, and be drunk with love. And Gary Thomas in The Sacred Search said, Sex is a powerful tool. In a healthy marriage used appropriately, it can be nothing short of glorious. Sex is an incredibly powerful part of marriage. It can act like a strong magnet, pulling you toward oneness with your spouse, or as a wedge that drives you apart. It is the physical melding of two souls that can facilitate deep emotional and spiritual connections in marriage. God intended it to be pleasurable, life-producing, and unifying. Sadly for many couples, sex can become a source of great frustration and division. Yet even when brokenness in this area divides your marriage, God can use the desires for sexual intimacy that He placed in each of you as a bridge of healing. He wants you to be able to enjoy sex with your spouse as a gift from God. If you learn to practice sexual intimacy as God intends, it can strengthen your bond as one flesh, heal broken areas of life, bring pleasure to your marriage, and glorify God. Mark 10 verses 6 to 9 says, But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Minimizing or overemphasizing sex. With many competing messages about sex in our world, it is easy to be confused about the role of sex in marriage. Some spouses, rather than seeing sex as a good gift from God to be enjoyed, minimize its significance, while others obsess about it as the most important part of their relationship. Minimizing the importance of sex. If you routinely think of sex as wrong, crude, or just a hassle, you are likely minimizing its importance. Harmful past experiences, insecurities, or physical and emotional struggles can produce these thoughts. But God designed sex to infuse excitement and pleasure into marriage. If you struggle with a low opinion of sex, explore why. Barriers to sexual intimacy will be discussed later. God may want to heal a part of your life. As you wrestle with these feelings, don't use sex as a bargaining chip to manipulate your spouse or control the relationship. Overemphasizing the importance of sex. A healthy sex drive is good for marriage, but if you obsess about it, increasingly demand more frequency or quality, or think an improved sex life is the fix for your struggles, you may be overemphasizing its importance. Sexual oneness is more than sexual acts. God wants intimacy for your marriage. Emotional and spiritual intimacy with your spouse produces and propels the sexual oneness God intends. If you are overemphasizing sex, God may want you to understand and learn to serve your spouse's needs first or deal with a relational barrier between you. As you patiently prioritize other relationship needs, do not become manipulative to get sex or angry when you don't get everything you want. Sex is an important aspect of marriage, but it is not the most important. Take a moment to answer this question. Question 1. Do you tend to minimize or overemphasize the importance of sex? Explain. A Biblical View of Sex
the first step towards sexual oneness is to understand and begin to align with God's view of sex and sexuality in marriage. Here are four key biblical principles regarding sex. Sex is good. In Genesis 1 verse 28, God tells the man and woman to have sex. It says, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it. Past experiences, what you have been taught, or sexual trauma can frame sex as dirty or shameful. But sex is a good thing. God created sex and celebrates it when practiced as He intends. For many, aligning with God's design starts with addressing past harms or sexual experiences outside of God's design. God can heal wounds and remove confusion so that you can enjoy true sexual intimacy with your spouse. He wants you to delight in each other emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Your bodies are good. You and your spouse were created in God's image. He sees your bodies as good. Genesis 1 verses 27 and 31 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. You both reflect his glory. A common hindrance to sexual intimacy is that you don't like your body or take care of it, or you are critical of your spouse's body. Seeing your bodies as gifts from God to be delighted in as they are today and caring for them in a way that honors God will bless your spouse and improve intimacy. Sex is a gift to be enjoyed. Sex was not given for procreation alone. It is also a gift to be enjoyed by both spouses throughout your lifetime. Proverbs 5 verses 18 to 19 says, Let your fountain be blessed, and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. When you view sex as a good gift from God, you become free to enjoy sex as God intended and look for ways to help your spouse enjoy sex as well. So, have fun, be creative, and play together. If you would like to explore the freedom you have or discover new ideas, see the additional resources link at the end of this lesson. Sex is an opportunity to glorify God. God can be glorified in whatever you do, even in sexual intimacy with your spouse. Your sexual relationship how you communicate with, express love to, serve, and delight in your spouse, putting his or her healthy sexual desires before your own, can either honor God or dishonor Him. Choose to glorify God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Knowing and enjoying your spouse within God's design for sex can help you better understand God's good nature and grow in your worship of Him. Answer this question. Question 2. Which of these statements do you struggle with most? Sex is good. Your bodies are good. Sex is a gift to be enjoyed. Sex is an opportunity to glorify God. Why? What is permissible? Many couples wonder what is sexually permissible in a Christian marriage. Since God created sex to promote oneness, service, and mutual delight between spouses, God's boundaries focus on things that work against His design. Knowing the following boundaries helps when discussing your sexual freedom in marriage. 
cannot involve others. Sex was designed to be enjoyed between a husband and his wife alone. Involving others, physically, visually, or even in thought, is adultery. Matthew 5 verse 28 says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. God gives sexual desires to pull you together and bond you as one. You are meant to be each other's only sexual outlet. Cannot be selfish, hurtful, or abusive. Remember, in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5, it says love does not insist on its own way, and you are to view your spouse as more important than yourself. Philippians 2 verse 3 says, In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Create a safe atmosphere where both of you can openly express desires, but can also say no. Do not be demanding, hurtful, demeaning, or focus solely on yourself. Rather, focus on understanding and serving your spouse's desires while being vulnerable to share your own. Be a giver and sharer, not a taker. Cannot violate your spouse's conscience. God allows a lot of sexual freedom in marriage, but don't demand something that violates your spouse's conscience or with which your spouse is not comfortable, even if it isn't prohibited by Scripture. For example, one spouse is interested in oral sex, but the other is not. Or one likes to role play, but the other is distressed by certain roles. God allows freedom to serve each other, not to demand things that hurt oneness or cause conflict. Galatians 5 verse 13 says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Remember, the goal of sex is physical and emotional oneness. If the Bible is silent on a specific activity, use the principles above to discuss desires and boundaries that honor God and your spouse. Then, be creative and free to enjoy new experiences. Answer this question. Question 3. Within the guidelines listed, what sexual desires do you wish to discuss and explore with your spouse? Barriers to Sexual Intimacy Because we are sinners living in a broken world, many things can get in the way of the sexual intimacy God wants for your marriage. Often, sexual hurt and shame hinders a couple's sex life. Listen to the following list and write down the things in your own life that have been barriers to sexual intimacy with your spouse. Past sexual relationships Exposure to pornography Sexual abuse, assault, trauma Note, past sexual trauma can greatly affect sex life with your spouse. If you have sexual trauma in the past, listen to Appendix A and pray to God for healing. Consider help from a professional or support group. If you are married to someone with past sexual trauma, be very patient and focus on building relational trust with your spouse first. God can restore and heal this part of your life if you are both willing and patient to work through it together. Extramarital relationships, adultery, misinformation taught by others, physical problems or pain, fear of being vulnerable or rejected, busyness or exhaustion, insecurity about your body, comparison to others or self-care, frequency or sex drive differences, over or undervaluing sex, hurtful experiences with your spouse, fantasizing about others, Addiction, former spouse, children.
most people will hear something on this list that has affected his or her sex life. Identify at least one of your barriers that needs special attention and put a check next to it. If it is a barrier you haven't addressed, ask God for courage to begin to deal with it. When possible, work through it with your spouse. If many exist, ask God which one to prioritize. Remember, God can heal anything. All of marriage is foreplay. Studying a biblical view of sex is easy. Having conversations with your spouse about sex is hard. But it is worth the work. With God's help, you can address sensitive topics, be gracious and kind, and be vulnerable to share your desires. God wants sex to fuel your oneness rather than be a hindrance to it. 1 Corinthians 7 verses 3 to 5 says, The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent, and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So pray for humility and courage to talk with your spouse about sex. As you do, remember that the most important part of your sex life is the quality of your marriage relationship. Connecting through good communication as you respect and serve each other throughout the day is the best way to prepare you for sexual intimacy. All of marriage is foreplay. Here are two action items that go along with this lesson. Use your answers in this lesson to help you have a conversation with your spouse about sex. Don't be defensive. Listen to understand. Focus on serving your spouse. 1. Ask your spouse how he or she feels about your sexual intimacy, your biggest barriers to intimacy, and how to begin to address those barriers. Write down a few thoughts. 2. Based upon what your spouse shared, write one step you can take to move towards sexual intimacy. Don't be pressured or pressure your spouse to have intercourse this week. The prayer of the week is, God, thank you for the gift of sex. Help us become sexually vulnerable, healthy, kind, creative, exciting, and intimate. The truth about marriage. One lie we believe is, a great sex life creates a great marriage. But the truth is, great sex will never fix an unhealthy relationship. But a healthy sex life is an important ingredient of a healthy marriage. If you focus solely on sex, you will discount the emotional and spiritual intimacy needed for a great marriage. But physical intimacy is also a byproduct of emotional and spiritual intimacy and fuel to the fire of your relationship. A healthy sex life is both a result of and contributor to a great marriage. If your sex life needs to improve, ask God for help and discuss steps to improve together. God wants you to fully know and enjoy each other. For additional resources on this lesson, go to reengage.org slash sexual hyphen intimacy.